Hey guys, what's up? Welcome to Let's Unpack That. I'm Cheval, um, no last name, and I'm here with Cal, my best friend. And Hello. Yeah, no, um, for the people who were here last episode, we finally have a name. Um, it, yes, it, it very exciting. <laughs> yeah, it, it took us less than five episodes, which I was not expecting. Um, thank Cal for that. Yeah, so. I honestly expected more too, because like, it's hard to name things. Like, I feel like when I write stuff, it always has like five working titles. And then at the end, I'm like, I guess I want to go with this one. I don't know. But no, this seemed to really fit what we were doing since we're going to be talking about a lot of different kinds of media and working on um, unpacking it and looking at it through a critical lens. So that's going to be super exciting. But uh, right now, we're focusing on Berserk, which we will get to in a little bit. But. Before that, we wanted to just kind of bullshit a little bit and talk yeah. about some stuff that's been going on, some games we've been playing, oh, and bullshit. if uh, you want to skip this part, we will put a timestamp <laughs> for you so you don't have to listen to us talk, but we'll put a timestamp in there so you can skip to the Berserk bits if that's what you are here for. Of course. Um, but yeah, Cheval has been playing a game I have been Begging him to play for like a year now. So basically, like since it came out, um, yeah. yeah, no. So Link's Link's Awakening on Switch um, is awesome. It's really good. It's it, so this game was like a almost like a one to one remake of the old one, right? Yeah. I know they added a bunch yeah. of stuff, but yeah, yeah, they so, like added some like mini game stuff like the dungeon creator wasn't in there before and then i right. think there's like some collectible that wasn't in there before but the rest of it is just like basically like a true to the original but like really like reimagined graphics and stuff which i love a lot yeah, <laughs> yeah. it's it's super it's super cute i've been like I don't know what happened. My brain like unlocked its like third eye or some stupid shit. But I've been like, and it's 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 been using that to finish like thirty video games. Uh, not finish, but like play a ton of video games in the past yeah. couple weeks. Um, and I finished. Uh, oh shit! What did I finish? No, 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 no. So I, yeah, no, I, I'm almost done platinuming Yakuza Kiwami, but I know I need oh to God. start another playthrough, and I'm not, uh -huh. I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna do that. So, so I decided, yeah, I'm not, I'm not starting another playthrough of that game. I'm definitely moving on to the next one eventually, but, um, okay, cool. yeah, I am I so like, behind you now. Like, <laughs> I just like, I just make him play this and it'll take him forever. Cause it takes him forever to play things. Now yeah, you're like, no. I'm like a game and a half ahead of you. And I'm like, oh, <laughs> <laughs> I need to, I'll, I'll like screenshot it or, or like post it on Twitter or something, but. The PlayStation Five finally, because other consoles have done this for a while, but it shows you like how what your playtime is for all the games oh, or whatever. God. And yeah, like PlayStation hasn't had it for years, which is annoying. Like some That's games stupid. have it, but yeah, it's so dumb. But uh, yeah, I put like a hundred hours between Yakuza Zero <laughs> and Kiwami this year alone. Yeah. So uh, yeah, I have a problem. But but anyway, I decided to play something else. <laughs> Yes, something completely uh, different. <laughs> way, way different. Um, I also got caught up in the Zelda hype because Breath of the Wild 2 got announced and yeah. I just kind of wanted to play a Zelda game. And I've, I've owned the game for like literally a year. I bought it a while ago when it was on sale. So I was like, okay, 
finally opened the yeah, game. Yeah, I think I remember that. <laughs> yeah, I was like, I got it. Isn't this awesome? And then I just I was like, like oh, yeah. <laughs> but but yeah, it's it's really it's really good. Um, I'm I'm a loser, so there's some things that bother me about like the way it runs sometimes. But mm-hmm. the game is really fun. Like the the art style is really good. Um, it's very like chunky and playful. I like how everything kind of looks like claymation ish. Uh, mm-hmm. All of the characters and kind of how they're like references to other Nintendo stuff is really cute as well. Because I never played the original one, and I think I think it's on. The Nintendo Switch Online service thing? I'm not sure. It is, I think, yeah. Yeah, I'm kind of curious. I kind of want to go back and, like, not finish it, but, like, play parts of it just to, like, get a feel Mm -hmm. for what they changed. But the dialogue is really cute. It's not like any other Zelda game I've really played. It's kind of, like, weird. Um, It's, but it's still, like, you know, really puzzle-driven and stuff. I, I like it a lot. It's super cute. It's, it's definitely a game I liked a lot more. I, I like it more than a lot of other 2D Zelda games I played recently because I think the last one I played was that one on 3DS. And oh yeah, yeah, I liked it the, a lot. But yeah, so the time travel one or like the Link Between Worlds or was it a different one? Link Between Worlds, the one where you can go flat on the wall and like yeah, I have I shit. have feelings about that one, but um, because I like. I'm kind of a heathen, and I like the 2D games better <laughs> than the 3D game, like the console games. Usually, like I same. like the handheld versions. I'm the same. Um, for those of you who haven't listened to um, me rant about this before, Minish Cap is my favorite Zelda game, and I know it's never <laughs> going to get it's a you remake. Have taste, okay. It's never going to get a remake because it's a Capcom title and I doubt they'll let Nintendo do it for whatever reason, even though they haven't touched it in forever. It's like how yeah. I'm never going to get a Ghost Trick remaster on Switch. Um, oh, Ghost and Trick. And I will cry forever. God, if you haven't played Ghost Trick, go play Ghost Trick. Go play it on an emulator. It sucks on an emulator, but it's so good you won't care. Um, yeah, you told you told me about it, and I was able to get a copy a long time ago, and I played uh, it. It's pretty good. I need to get my own it's copy, honestly, and like play it as it was intended to be played because it's just it's very good. It's like got like Ace Attorney kind of humor to it, mm-hmm. while like having like a very like much more of a murder mystery vibe than Ace Attorney because I feel like that one's more like puzzle kind of thing but you're figuring out like kind of your own story throughout it too and it's just it's really good it's also like um what do you call those machines where like you hit one thing and yeah 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 it's basically like you have to it's a point and click group goldberg machine game basically and it's so pretty and the pixel part is so good in it and i wish more people liked it but that that was back when yeah no i it was that was back when like i don't know 3ds games had this really like cool aesthetic at one point and i I feel like part of it was like like i I, it's just like it has nothing to do with like oh 3ds is bad graphics or whatever it's just like at the time graphics in general for video games you kind of were like fuck trying to make shit look realistic let's like try to 
make shit look comfortable yeah. and like stylish and yeah, yeah it just reminds me of like beautiful joe and stuff or like i was speaking of uh i was gonna mention wario where i'm very excited about the new yes. wario where game I, I i've never actually owned screen. one I just played it like at the demo counter of the like German equivalent of Best Buy, and um, I loved it so much. I thought it was really fun and cool. Good. But my parents only bought me like two games per console or handheld, so I, I never got it. <laughs> I guess <laughs> I don't know. They were like, "You have games," and I'm like, "I have played them. I beat the shit out of them." <laughs> I'd like to play something else, please. I have and played like, Mario no, Sunshine like, oh. 300 times. Let me play something oh else. <laughs> like the collector's edition of Legend of Zelda, like, success. <laughs> Holy shit. Can you please buy me Wind Waker? I played the demo, like, six <laughs> I want. I want to see what level. happens after I leave the island. I Please. Yeah, I, I would I... love that. <laughs> No, I. That made me so mad. I was like, I just want to play it, and then just... I think I. Yeah. Oh my god. Oh my god. It took me so long to play Wind Waker because of that, which is kind of an exception. Wind Waker and Twilight Princess were two I was really excited about, and obviously I love Breath of the Wild, but like, like I was saying before, I think Minish Cap is a very underrated game, probably because it had like kind of a different developer working yeah. on it at the yeah. time. And what I was going to say also is I think that um, I'm <laughs> slowly getting back on track. I think Link's Awakening uh, was kind of like, and I could be entirely wrong. So if I am, uh, feel free to comment and tell me that I'm wrong. But um, Do it. I, I think it was you. like kind of like <laughs> an old version of like Majora's Mask in a way where they had to use assets that they already had. Um, so they yes. used all like. Nintendo assets and stuff, which is why you see like Mario and Luigi and like all these other things where you're like, that's um, that's a chain chomp or whatever, that's what you know. I thought. Okay, because because like that was the vibe I was getting as I was playing it, and I thought I heard that somewhere because there's so much shit that is like reused, not like re, not right. like in the modern version, right? In the modern version, everything's cohesive, but. Um, oh yeah no like it's just like they used assets that were already available to them and like right. utilized them in a different way which so used to happen cool. a lot with games so in animation and like any media that you consume people are always like oh these disney characters have the same animation loop and i'm like yeah because it's yeah. hard to make animation loops. yeah why, why the fuck would them. i animate that again yeah I, I always thought that was funny it's like it's like when people shit on people who use references, and it's like, why the fuck would I? <laughs> why yeah. would I not use it? Like, I don't understand. I remember the first time I saw someone who was like, "Yeah, just like trace your backgrounds," and I was like, "I can do that." Wait, like I nobody can... will shoot me if I do that? Like, yeah, and like if you're practicing for yourself, just like trace it to get the motion, and then modify it as you need. And I was like, "Oh, that's." <laughs> okay you know i feel like people are really like oh it has to be like 100 percent original and blah 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 and like right. everything is, is derivative yeah. so it's just pointless to like pretend as it's we'll not see, as we'll see with berserk later because yeah that, yes yeah, yeah, exactly <laughs> yeah, <everything>. i actually <laughs> 
there was one thing here uh, in the chapter we're going to talk about in a bit that I was like, oh, wait, that's like kind of possibly in something else. So uh, we'll get to that. But right, right. No, yeah, there's a lot I, of stealing. <laughs> yeah. Which is fine. You know, like it's, yeah, it's no. cool to see inspirations of other things because I feel like a lot of time it's not just like, straight up the exact same thing even if it's right. like you know like the hunter's mark it's like it has a different meaning than guts's uh mark of right. sacrifice or whatever yeah brand yeah, of sacrifice you can't, you can't say it's a blatant ripoff or something right like yeah because like it's different and like if you haven't played the games i won't spoil them for you because we're not doing that as much with the games yeah, but like so. um <laughs> Blood, Bloodborne's but, like, if you haven't played it you should play it it's the greatest game uh, yes uh but like the hunter's mark doesn't like start bleeding when enemies are nearby or whatever you know like it's not like yeah. a warning system basically um but but yeah i think I liked Link's Awakening a lot. Um, mm. I think it's really charming and cute, and I've played it almost 100% one time, and then I was almost at the end of my second playthrough of it. I was trying to unlock a few more things, because it's really hard to get all the stupid little shells and stuff, and I was just like... Yeah, I, I have randomly found so many, like, without even trying, like, on accident. I think yeah. one time I accidentally dropped a bomb. And then <laughs> one popped out of the ground, and I was like, "Okay, cool, sweet." You're like, "Oh, yeah, I I needed that." But um, the one thing I will say about it, and I think part of this is just because it's a direct imitation of an older game. Um, the boss fights are very same samey, like the you know, mm -hmm. like yes, it there's not. They're not very original. They don't take very long. If you've played a Zelda game, you know exactly what you need to do. Yeah. Hit, There's hit, no hit the challenge them, in it. Oh, you can't hit them in the front? Well, then hit them in the back. Oh, oh. oh. Um, you uh, need to... Shoot them in the eye. Um, you know? Like, <laughs> they have one eye. Shoot them in it. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's very, like... And some of the designs, I'm kind of like, that's weird that's a weird one but um yeah i i i still enjoyed it a lot and it's still like i it's kind of like um link between worlds in a way for me because mm -hmm. like i really enjoyed it a lot and i think a lot of it's like super super charming and they're they're not the exactly the same style obviously but you can kind of see yeah. like where they started to develop it for mm -hmm. Link's Awakening with Link's Between Worlds which is why I want them to do Minish Cap because I think it would look really good in the Link's Awakening style I will never right. have this um but see uh, but but you hey listen I hmm Maybe I don't know because they a lot of weird shit will just come out of nowhere because a couple guys behind yeah. closed doors will be like, eh, yeah, you can have this again. Let's make some more money because I mean, yeah. recently Nintendo's been making a lot of money off of uh the our, our favorite collaboration, the Mario Rabbids uh, <laughs> collab. Oh my god! Um, yeah. So the maybe ugliest which is, collab in the world. <laughs> yeah, I I don't like the way the fuckers look, but damn that game kind of slaps. Um. But yeah, oh, no, it looks like, fun. I just can't <laughs> mentally get over it. They look so ugly, and I and I also like how Odyssey has a. Uh, they're not rabbit. The brutals who are like rabbits yeah. ripoffs, like which is even funnier because then like. I was like, like why are you? 
<laughs> yeah, it it's like so weird. it's different, but the same. Like it almost made me think: like, was there a point where the rabbits were the main characters? Because that would have been weird. Like, <laughs> oh my god, like, that would have the- been funny. Honestly, like if I had picked up Mario Odyssey and it was just like a rabbits game, all of a sudden <laughs> I would have been like, okay. Instead of the actually good game we got, that would have been fucked. Yeah. Up. <laughs> I love Mario Odyssey for those of you who are listening. But yeah, yeah. Odyssey oh is great. Yeah. And then you have to fight them like six times. And I was just like, man, what? Is, <sighs> what? Were the Koopalings not good enough for you anymore? Yeah. <laughs> were Bowser's kids just pissed at him? They didn't want to help him out this time? Like, I, yeah. let me let me fight the kids. I want to fight his children. Like, yes. give me something. I mean, you know, Link's Awakening's great though. I'm I'm really yeah. I got to the waterfall dungeon. I'm like almost done with that one. But Oh nice. Uh, I like that one. Yeah, that one it was it was shorter. I didn't like the one before it and this one was shorter than that one, so I was like, okay, cool. Mm-hmm. Um but I, I feel like since it's been so long since I played a two D Zelda game, I like was like, Oh, this is like refreshing and I also remembered why I like the two D mm-hmm. ones more than the three D ones. The three D ones just feel like I don't know. There's like slightly like Breath of the Wild kind of fixed this, but like there's so little like exploration exactly. Like there's a couple hidden yeah. secrets, but like the dungeon layout sometimes are kind of weird too. There's a little less stuff you have to yeah. figure out. I do like the hint system in this one though, where like there's little phones everywhere, and if you get stuck, you can just oh, yeah. like, call up the, the, <laughs> so the help. Cute. Uh, call the old man. Um, yes, I thought that was really cute. But he would frustrate me sometimes. He'd be like, you gotta do this. And I'm like, I thought I did that, but okay. Yeah, um, it was like, you gotta go to the desert. Bitch, I was just there, but alright. I know, I was like, what did I forget? <laughs> no, it's um, it's good though. I think if if anybody's like thinking about getting Link's Awakening, like if you never played the original or anything, which, I mean, it looks better than the original. I like the, I like the art style. I think the way they yeah. use the assets and stuff is really fun. Um, but yeah, I, I think it's worth the upgrade. I'm not going to be like, you know, <laughs> it's the same game. Just go get your SNES right. and play Link's Awakening. <laughs> no. It has yeah. a different vibe in a way, you know, because of the new style. Like it's so colorful and like, right. it's very like, I don't know. It feels like a kid's game in a lot of ways, which is nice because right. like as much as I love, uh, Twilight Princess and stuff. It's definitely like a slightly older audience. I feel like like it's yes. not for like nine year olds and stuff. Really, like I mean, you could play it if you're nine, but <laughs> I yeah, there's no like graphic uh, scenes and <laughs> yeah. Twilight and I was Princess. also gonna say like I feel like Twilight Princess almost got around the exploration thing because they like um had you go back and it was like a different like because you had when it was night and when it was yes. like normal or whatever yeah. and it had kind of like different elements to it and there was different stuff going on but it still winds up being a relatively linear game most all the right. games do so yeah um yeah the 2d and the 2d would, ones are still pretty they're still pretty like linear it's just it's fun how you can sort of do stuff in different uh, yeah, orders, which is kind of fun, and I feel like the 3D ones, like that's why I feel like that's why I like Wind Waker and Twilight Princess so much, is because they kind of don't do that as much. 
Yeah. Well, because, like, Wind Waker, you're on a boat. It's like, what are you going to do? Not let me go on the ocean? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, right. You're just, like, just river rafting for a whole game. Just from point A to point B. So I I do want to get to Berserk in a minute, but also I know I can edit things, and I I just wanted to hear about this. Um, Are are y'all on Mass Effect 2 yet, or are y'all still on the first one? No, we're still on one, because I uh, was in California for, like, a week, and then we've been... um, I think we, like, watched a movie a couple of times last week instead of uh, playing, but we are getting near the end of the first one. Um, I'm insane and love to finish, like, every side mission possible before I... do that with... (laughs) Yeah, no, there's so much shit. Um, but I think we're getting to the end of like our uh, side mission <coughs> backlog, so we should be getting into the final stuff soon. We're romancing Liara, which I'm fine with, um, but I'm honestly probably going to replay it at some point um, and do Garrus, even though he's yes. a cop, but... It's fine. Um, yeah, he's he's so. he's a uh, he's future sexy man cop. We'll give him a, yeah. give him a pass only because it's not. I, th- in real I life. hear <laughs> Zach assures me he's better in the second game because, like, in the first game, I was kind of like he said something one time, and I was like, "Yes, we don't say that. Yeah, we don't do that. <laughs> what are you talking about?" And he's like, "I don't like being a cop because there's too many rules," and I was like, "Too many rules keeping um, you from." From beating people up, right? Right. Uh, (laughs) And I was just like, okay, because nobody told me he was a space cop. That's not what I've seen in anything. Because people like to ignore that part about him, and like, yeah. To to be fair, um, but there's a lot of funny things that I thought I I really like that people brought Mass Effect discourse back up. Like, for instance, as a kid, I always thought Ashley was racist as fuck, and Ashley's so racist. Yeah, she's racist as shit. But, like, people wouldn't really talk about that back then because they're like, oh, she's yeah. space racist, so it's just, like, a character trait. And it's like, no, like, she is, like, no, straight up, like, like, nah, racist. fuck these aliens. Like, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, no. <laughs> we, we have, like, shut down conversations with her several times, so I don't think we get, like, certain dialogue options with her anymore. Because she was just like, you hate aliens too, right? And we were like, no. no. And she was like, Oh, but like aliens suck, and we were basically like, "You better shut the fuck up before I beat your ass." And yeah. she's like, "Okay, sorry, Commander." Um, and like, she's like, "How do you feel about these aliens on the ship?" And I was like, "I put the aliens on the ship." Yeah, Ashley. I recruited what them. The you and like, Caden does it too, and I was just like, "Caden." Yeah, no, they're, sir. Both, they're both pretty. You are awful. too boring to be racist, also. Um, yeah, Caden's like spoiled a, fucking milk, but he's yeah, he's, uh, he's um, so boring. I feel I feel sorry for any like gay or bisexual guys who got into Mass Effect because apparently they only get like two human options throughout like the entire game. Yes, <laughs> and yeah. I'm just like, it's so shit. I am so sorry. What the hell? And yeah. like, I'm like. So you're telling me you made an alien race who's, like, <laughs> super stocky and strong and, like, yeah. uh, very <laughs> gruff and, like, uh, this sounds gross, but, like, you know, like, quote-unquote, like, kind of, like, 
leather daddy persona or whatever oh sometimes. My God. And I'm, I'm, I'm sorry. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I'm leaving. But like, and, then, and then you can't romance any of them. No, I, I understand because listen, Rex, Rex is like my favorite Mass Effect character. I love him. So, um, also, I think it's really funny that I, unless I'm misremembering something about Mass Effect 2, I think it's really funny that Zach said you'll like Garrus more in the next one. Um, oh no! Uh, well, because I don't want to spoil it. The second, I, okay, so the second one's my favorite game in the series. Um, mostly story, like mostly because it gets gameplay stuff, but I also think the story picks up in a really interesting way. Um, okay, but yeah, I I think the romance option thing is really interesting because there were so many times like as a player I was like I want to romance this person and then they'd be like no you have to romance uh racist lady um milk blue milkman lady. blue blue lady Liara who I like Liara like she's a cool character well, she gets better great. as the series go, goes on she's too but the, like she's the blue lady <laughs> yeah she's the blue li- like. Okay, at least later on there's a blue lady you can fuck and it'll end your whole game. Like at least that's like interesting. Like like yeah. <laughs> But God. But um yeah, like Mass Effect 2 has I think it has a lot better side quests, especially the DLC in Mass Effect 2 is very good. Um that's good But yeah, I, I think so I was looking into this cuz I think I, I think I mentioned this like the other day cuz you were talking about how like the relationships are kind of like empty in some of the Mass Effect games. Yeah, yeah ass. And and like modders have been going through voice lines and like reestablishing stuff, but like so much of this game was ripped out before like it got to actually get published. Cause I remember like I remember seeing Fox News segments about you get to fuck aliens in space and be gay? What are they feeding our children? So uh, yeah, like um I some relationships were removed. Was. Yeah, it was yeah, so like relationships removed were removed. Um, it came out later that some of the stuff we didn't even get to see, like executives saw it and they were like, "No, we probably can't do that right now." So like, as the game goes on, you start getting more relationships, only slightly more, because like, I guess they thought it had to make sense sometimes, which I thought I think is funny because it's a fantasy game in space. But yeah. um, yeah, I feel like they, some parts of this game get butchered only because yeah. of what was happening at the time when it came out, like people being weird about sex scenes in video games, which I think is so funny, because it's like, why is it, like, a huge deal? Like, I don't, I don't understand. Especially because it's a, it's a rated M game that's for nerds who are going to want to fuck aliens. So just let them fuck the aliens. I don't... <laughs> please, I don't, let I don't, them fuck the aliens. Please, please I, don't, I am begging you. I so, want to fuck aliens. Um, I'm interested to mod the game or something, though, and see if that makes it any better. Like, as far as, like... Yeah, you should, you should let me know. Yeah. Because, like, I don't know. Like, I remember, <laughs> I think it was too, like, looking at a clip from it, and it was with Jack, and I was like, oh, you can, like, mm-hmm. romance her as a girl, right? And he was like, no. And I was like, yes. what do you mean, no? That one, Look at her. <laughs> that one's hidden in the files because they had to remove it at, like, the last second. Like, it's there. Stupid. Like, it's it's all there. But the game takes it away, and it's so shitty. Because like pe- that was one of the first I re- think romances where like people were like, okay, enough is a fucking enough. <laughs> they were like, okay, yeah. that straight up doesn't make sense. Like they're like that's yeah. Stupid. So <clears throat> like you don't have like an especially large crew the first time, so I kind of like sort of get it. But like 
Because, like, who do you have? You have Garrus, Garrus Rex, Rex, Tali, Liara. Yeah, and Rex is the only one you can't romance out of them. Um, and, like, Tali. regardless of your gender. Can't you? No, you can as a girl, right? Or as a guy. Uh, Yeah, you can. Yeah, yeah, you're right, you're right, you're right, you're right. No, I was just, yeah, I was just I screaming because I, I love Tali. Oh, yeah, no, 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 yes, I love her. She's so good. Um, Which is, like, arguably creepier because she's, like, the equivalent of 16 or whatever. And her, like, whatever. And it's the very, like, uh, like, young, naive explorer discovering things about the world, blah, 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 anyways. Um, Yeah, yeah. And then it's, like, oh, yeah, here's this, like, guy with a really, like, troubled backstory and like he's learning to trust people and i'm like you are you fucking kidding me <laughs> <laughs> so mad every time i think about it because uh, like you hear his backstory and you're like wow it's so sad and like you have really fun conversations with him and you take him on missions and he's like i like shooting things and i'm like hell yeah rex That's, yeah this yeah, is he, the romance i want so out of this cool. game he hates cops. We love him. Um, him, but, him and Garrus don't fuck with each other, which is funny. Taking them on missions together is funny. Um, yeah, I need to do that good. more. But <laughs> we usually have Tali on our team, and then like one other, just because she like is like super hacker <laughs> or whatever. Yeah, you have to so. do that to like get into certain rooms and get certain stuff. Yeah. Like at least you have to build your team. And see, in Mass Effect Two. I feel like handles that stuff better. They kind of like, they let you like, you know, like there's a specific feature where you can like take abilities from cat, like from crew members. So you don't have to take them on Mm -hmm. missions if you don't want to, which Uh... works so much better. Cause then I could stick to the people I wanted to. Yes. Okay. I am going to pull up my berserk stuff. I have some notes for this chapter. Actually, I actually wrote stuff down. So yeah, (laughs) I tried to kind of like, stream of consciousness my notes as we like go along so i'll probably refine them more as we like get into the meat of things but for now we're still a little bit play by play all right so we are on chapter two of berserk the second church yes um so this one this one's a lot shorter as we said like 300 times but yeah uh, I, I I wrote this part down. I'm sure I'm not just like reading this again, but I totally forgot he got attacked again. Apparently, at the beginning of this chapter, which is yeah, why he's so fucked up afterwards. <laughs> yeah, he's just like it's like oh, you're here's these people, and you're like oh, okay, I'm sorry. Yeah, I'm sorry, guts. Demons at the beginning for no reason, and then you know we see Puck. Flying on, I guess, just a a, a pigeon or something. Yeah, yep. uh, <laughs> another sexy shot of Puck for no reason. Yes, for literally no reason. I don't know if he was just like, uh, let me just let me just practice. Like, I don't know like what his methodology was, but yeah, I think um, he just enjoys it. Honestly, he's like, I got a fairy, sexy, and I'm like. <laughs> Okay, and then he draws him, like, really stupid looking the next panel, and I'm like, okay. Um, But he's just in in the buff, always. He's a fairy, why wouldn't he be? Yeah, I mean, he's got no reason to wear clothes. I have a note here that said, 
uh, why does Puck love guts so much? And then like, it's like answered like a little bit later, like a couple pages <laughs> later, but like I was at this part and I was like, why is he like still following him? Cause guts is like, all like fucked up still. And he's just like, Oh, I'm going to like follow him. And I'm like, but why would you follow him? But, um, yeah, you get asked him, ask him how he's doing him all like how he's doing and all this shit. And I'm like, wow, he like, uh, Told you to fuck off like ten times last chapter, but you know. It's, I know, it's guts. These puck, fuck, I gotta look cool. And he just like immediately was like, "Oh, I'm not hurt. I'm normal." Oh shit! And yeah, that's exactly. Um, <laughs> that's exactly what he did. Because the first panel we see of him in in this chapter, he's like at, in agony because he just got his ass handed to him by a bunch of demons yeah. in, in the first panel. And yeah. he's immediately stands up straight and is like, I'm fine. Yes. He's like, it's, it's okay. fine. But it's like he gets meaner when someone catches him off guard and stuff to like take control of the situation again and stuff. And I'm just yeah. like, Okay, <laughs> that's you don't need to be that relatable. It's fine. Yeah. Right. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, that is a good catch because I didn't even think about that like that. Like he is kind of like that's like kind of his defense mechanism with a lot of things. But when he is by yeah. himself, he's like, ah, oh, goddamn, this shit hurts. <laughs> he's like, oh, I just got my fucking ass handed to me, and then he sees Puck, and he's like, I'm cool. I, uh, what are you doing here? You little pipsqueak. thing, anyways. Um, but... I don't care about you yeah. at all. <laughs> yeah, I think, like, people could also read this as just, like, anime tropes or whatever, but given all the other stuff that we have about Guts, I'm kind of yes. like, I think it seems more like a character-building development thing, you know? Like, yeah. establishing that more. Puck answers, like, why he follows him around. He's like, oh, it's like, it's like following, like, a myth or an epic poem. And, like, I feel like I should be there for that because right. it's important. And I'm like, oh, okay, that, like, makes more sense than, like, you're so cool. Um, <laughs> you're just so yeah. awesome. Yeah, no. And I, I, I feel like that kind of fits Puck's character, too. Like, he doesn't need, like, this huge... <laughs> reason yeah. to follow him like yeah like yeah, no he's just like i think you're gonna do a lot of big things and i want to see it and guts is like man get out of here um, <laughs> he's like man fuck off <laughs> yeah and just uh he like is as mean as possible and goes into his like i hate weak people and weak <sighs> people are so shitty and like i talk about this later too but um when he goes on these monologues around puck it's almost like he's like reassuring himself that like i'm strong i'm not weak like yeah. it's like i don't know like when you ramble to like hype yourself up about stuff and i'm just like right it's like yeah. manifesting <laughs> yeah, he's, yeah he's he's basically like no i do hate weaklings because i need to be by myself and you'll get hurt if you're around me. Because that's that's basically what he's trying to say is like, you know. Yeah. If you're around very me. very poorly. Right. Yeah. Because it's like what I deal with is like too much for people, which is woo edgy. But like also yeah. a genuine feeling. I understand why he has it, especially like later in this chapter and stuff. Yes. Which yeah. will 
get into but yeah like I think a lot of this is more of like you can read it as like oh wow he's so hardcore and or you could be like well it's just him like pushing people away again and just being rude in order to do that but um especially because you know he talks so much shit about getting rid of Puck but he he doesn't actually like do anything yeah Yeah. like because he keeps talking about, I'll just squash you. Well, then fucking do it. But he'll never do that. Like he. Yeah, no. Like yeah. I, I want Puck to be like, okay. Yeah, fucking ahead. do it then. <laughs> I'm right under your boot. Fucking do it. <laughs> God, but yeah, I think I don't know. Like we'll obviously get into this more after we finish Golden Age and stuff. But it makes sense that he wants to be alone too because he has lost a lot and like yes. yeah. It's it's threatening when you've lost a lot and then something comes along and you're like, I could possibly care about that. No, thank you. And it's mm-hmm. like, I need to like get this away from me at all costs kind of thing. Exactly. He's 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 obviously like not trying to get any connections, even though like, you know, he did get helped by Puck. Puck healed him. He got him the keys. He like kind of yeah. gave him some tips about stuff. But he's still, you know, trying to, like, be on his own because he doesn't want, you know... I, mean, I don't even know exactly what happens, but he, I guess he doesn't, like, you know, want more bad shit to happen to him, so... Yeah. Yeah, or the yeah, people around but, him, rather. Yeah, yeah. and then he's <laughs> brooding in the rain, walking in the rain. Honestly, and... he, this is the most satisfied he, he's looked in, like... <laughs> Yeah, he's like ah, in a while. He's like yes. my element. <laughs> I deserve to be cold and miserable. <laughs> and it's just like okay, buddy. Yeah. Um, <laughs> it's a couple of nice panels of that. Uh, Mira shows us that he can draw lightning, and um, yes. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's like oh, good job. Uh, yeah, um, that's pretty cool. Yeah, I like the backgrounds. Um, <laughs> but no, um, and then they get rolled up on by. Uh, this priest which you know guts doesn't even have to turn around he pretty much recognizes it's a priest which i think is really yeah but (laughs) yeah i i I have in my notes oh no a priest (laughs) 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 it's like oh this fucker again yeah yeah he's immediately Um, like because the the because it's you know it's storming outside so the guy's like hey the rain's pretty bad you want to get in here and guts is like no i don't do good with priests just leave me alone and you know, being a priest and you know wanting to do his duty to God or whatever the fuck is like, you know, you you won't catch a cold. Uh, you gotta come with us. Um, and uh, guts is you know just keeps being edgy and says he tells the truth, but it's just really funny. He kind of just turns around <laughs> and is like, "I'm being pursued by evil spirits, a legion of them." But he's like dead ass serious. Um, yeah, and. <laughs> The priest laughs at him, which I'm just like, oh, you, he's being serious, man. <laughs> like, yeah, like, and you would think the priest would sort of take him seriously. But he's like, put you on that bullshit. I got God with me. I don't have time. I know, he said that, and I was like, oh, that's going to help you a lot in, like, five minutes. But, sure. <laughs> and he also, um, he also has um, his daughter with him. Who, uh, yes, and Puck. Yeah, and Puck. Because Puck, you know, is teasing Guts. Like, hey, stupid. Ha ha. I found you again. Um, mm-hmm. So, eventually, he 
gets in the back. Just I think he's just been badgered enough, and he sees some eyes in the woods, and he's like, you know what? Maybe I, I think maybe he thought he could get further away faster if he was in the carriage. Yeah. So. And I th- yeah. Yeah. And also, just like I guess I'll accept help this time. Maybe I don't know. Yeah. And like I feel like he honestly probably thinks he can handle everything like if something happens so he's yes like uh like weighing his odds kind of right right he because he's kind of like because he knows this whole time he's being followed like he keeps seeing eyes everywhere and shit so yeah i i totally think he thought he could handle it like if something happened he could take care of it so he gets in the carriage puck is still there he's like fuck you i was here first so you can't say i was following (laughs) yeah (laughs) <laughs> he's just like Gus is just like pouting. He's like, I can't believe you're fucking here. <laughs> like, yeah, he's just like staring just at like, him. <laughs> like the stupid oh, fucking fairy God. keeps following me everywhere. Um, yeah, yeah, it's you know they yeah. So they get booze. I guess this is just the customary thing to do. Um, yeah, in anything fantasy is hey traveler, here's some wine. So the daughter comes in the back, you know, we get a nice little panel of her. She seems really, like, nice and all that stuff. <laughs> she drops the entire... No, no, no. Guts drops the entire wine thing on top of Puck, which was really funny. Um, yeah. Guts... I, I feel like he is kind of just biding his time because, as we see later, I feel like he kind of, like, expects something bad to happen anyway. Yeah. Like, I mean, I would, too, if I was him. Like... <laughs> there's always something bad that's gonna happen but yeah. he doesn't even like really talk to anybody he's like yeah I got spirits uh, fucking following me and then <laughs> I forgot about this he makes a joke about his sword being used for cooking um, yes. <laughs> cause the dumbass priest asks is that a sword which you know I was about to make fun of him but that might be a fair enough question yeah, um, we talked about last time how it's like people are like, oh, that's like a fucking slab you got there. Yeah. <laughs> He's <it's>... like, yeah. <laughs> My cooking mama shit. This is this is a shoujo oh after God. all. This is not a shonen. <laughs> uh it turns into like magical girl cooking anime. Yeah, I would Midway I would be so much happier for guts if that's what happened. <laughs> Genuinely. Um Puck kills me because he's like, "Well, if you're a cook, why don't you open a fucking roadside grill or something?" And I'm just like, "Oh my god!" <laughs> and he's like drunk at this point, but yes. I'm just like, "Puck, why would you?" Yeah, yeah, that? yeah. Why not just open up a roadside grill? You can earn a better living that way. You bum. Like, <laughs> oh my gosh. Yeah, yeah. He he, he probably had what like a sip of wine or no it looks like yeah. he like yeah no he because he's like he's like what like not even a foot tall maybe that tall? yeah like <laughs> I, i'd say less than a foot he's so and he's tiny. just like he's like okay time to get a drunk and it takes like a sip but it also <laughs> it also just kills me how the priest was like what are you, a mercenary? And Guts is like, I guess. And he's like, I fucking hate mercenaries. And Guts is like, <laughs> okay, I hate priests. And he's like, don't say that. And I'm just like, you, you yeah. decided this. Like, which, okay, to be fair, very pastor slash uh, priest of him to do that. 
yeah um, no. immediately, <laughs> immediately question you about something that is very obvious about you that you do and then when you're like hey fuck you too they're like for I, it. I, I i was just being curious i just wanted to know more about you that, that that's his oh my God. version of that um yes yes <laughs> are you a mercenary oh fuck you well fuck you too old man um yeah so he goes in this little rant uh, about um his his nephew who used to be a mercenary and he died and you know he would have had a family but stupid old him being a mercenary which is funny because yeah he's just ranting at guts he doesn't know anything about him uh yeah <laughs> he literally doesn't know what he's doing <laughs> uh, oh god yeah he's just like oh he he just went and died and guts is kind of like i put uh in my notes because i really like this panel where he's talking about like well he died yes. doing what he wanted right and i think that is a gorgeous panel like it's so pretty um, yes yes the, the but, panel where he says it yeah yeah but also like this is a trope obviously where like someone's like oh like they're stupid and they died and someone's like well they died doing yeah. what they wanted right but like also <laughs> like he you know he's like well it's his choice you know like it's not your choice uh, you don't get to decide that for him and i'm just like yeah that's king no i'm kidding (laughs) (laughs) i i agree because yeah it is kind of cheesy but like it is like the perfect response you know it's like well yeah i mean but he did what he wanted to so um what the fuck does that have to do with you is kind of his response to it yeah And, and you know i I feel like that's the funnier thing, too, is, like, he's telling the story to Guts. Like, Guts wasn't, you know, a mercenary for years or anything, which, mm-hmm. you know, we, we learned that later and all that. But, you know, as far as the reader knows at this point, like, yeah, Guts is just kind of, like, a mercenary. We don't know exactly what he's mm. looking for. Like, we heard about the God Hand, but we don't know, like, is it, like, a hit he's doing? Like, is, like, what is he going after this group for, right? So right. or like almost... is it a group? Is it a thing? Like what like exactly. yeah. Like what the fuck is a god hand? Yeah, I think that's a that, that, that alternate title for this podcast, by the way. Um but <laughs> what the fuck is a god <laughs> hand? <laughs> what the fuck is a god hand? Um so, oh so after god. that little after that little knowledge bomb, we get a we get well, we get one little panel of uh, Puck, I can't tell if he's like, wow, or if he's like, wow, shut the fuck up, Gus. Yeah. <laughs> I, <don't know. laughs> uh, I think um, it's like, he's thinking, but it also looks like he's kind of like, oh, wow, yeah, <laughs> sure. <laughs> exactly. Um, oh, my God. Right, right. We we get a little hint that, uh, you know, the... um. The priest, the priest's daughter is like, you know, looking out for guts and is like, you'll get cold. You know, I'm just trying to look after you and all that stuff. Um, more drunk puck, which is always fun. Yeah. Um, I, I don't, I don't think it should have been, he could have died, but you know, we're going to, we're gonna, <laughs> we're not going to talk about that right now. We're just going to. No, like, I, various probably have like the magical alcohol tolerance thing. That's fine. Right. right. I'm sure it's. <laughs> It's, sure it's perfectly fine. fine. Okay, well, if you think so, then it's okay. Like I said, you're the 
you're the you're the expert on um oh on yes. all the weird f- fantasy stuff obviously I'm, obviously no I'm just... you've read you read lord of the rings you're the automatic expert have <laughs> oh, <God. laughs> I mean, you read lord of the rings i don't know if you haven't I'm just i've curious. read the hobbit and i read like one of the books but okay that's yeah honestly I really all you need the to hobbit. read but... the hobbit was, <laughs> was great that's a, that's a good book the hobbit's a great book i the older i get um like i respect tolkien's writing but i also don't respect tolkien's writing <laughs> it's a very weird like position to be in but like people are like oh he's like the best writer and i'm just like okay um yeah, but um all those all yeah. those fantasy writers a lot of people like to say are like super good like like I, okay like for instance like orson scott card which i thought was so funny when people oh were like God. did you know he was racist which i was like well yeah th- that he like, yeah. wasn't very closed about it like he was very open yeah, about it. <laughs> really upfront about it <laughs> yeah and, you know going back and reading like ender's game stuff like like, cause he he's written some of my favorite like side like not even yeah no like Ender's Game is good but there's a there's another one in that series that I think is way better that nobody talks about that much but um, that's how it always goes man yeah there's always a better work that like gets overlooked yeah like going mm-hmm. back to his some of his stuff like I tried to read parts of Ender Ender's Game the other day and I'm like okay yeah I see why people like this but also some of this I'm like what the fuck is going on? Like, yeah, it's so like wordy for the sake of being wordy sometimes, just mm-hmm. my issue with some sci-fi. It's like, all right, like you're, you're world building, but please don't spend six paragraphs describing to me a space station. Like, I don't yeah. need you to tell me everything at once. Anyway, um, you know, fuck Orson Scott card. That's that, that was. Yeah, all fuck Orson Scott card. And like, <laughs> I mean, similarly, you can look at some of Tolkien's stuff and be like. You uh, based this off of Jewish stereotypes, didn't you? You're... That was really fucking shitty of you. You shouldn't have done that. But there's so much like anti-Semitism in like fantasy work, especially, and it's just like ingrained in it. And I feel like Tolkien is kind of at fault for that. But so is C.S. Lewis, and so are a lot of the other like right. big ones we look to now. So I, I think we can all look at things and be like, okay, and not do those again. Yeah. But. Yeah. And you know, it's funny cause we're seeing that like happen like in real time with like, Oh my God, did I literally forget the author for Harry Potter? Um, you, Rowling. Yeah. Yeah. You. We're like literally seeing that happen in real time, which I think is really funny, but yeah, you know, it's one of those things where I the signs were there and the, the signs were there in the writing. If you know, we weren't 12 at the time. So, yeah, no, so. like I go back and I reread Harry Potter bits and I'm just like, oh my god. By the way, if uh, anyone wants a Harry Potter podcast, my girlfriend really loves uh The Shrieking Shack where they kind of do what we're doing with Berserk but with the Harry Potter books and talk about um you know, a lot of the nostalgic things with it, but also a lot of the issues that it has and like how those get more pronounced as the books go on and she kind of starts showing her ass more. So <laughs> Um, yeah. I haven't listened to it that much, but from what I've listened to, it's solid. So if you are a Harry Potter fan who also likes to view that through a critical lens, you should check out that podcast for sure. Yeah. Dude, um, everything's better if you, you know, don't just blatantly accept everything it is. Anyway, so yeah. back to our critical analysis. Yes. <laughs> um, 
Um, I got eyeball. Get me talking about fantasy. I'll go for a while. Eyeball. And then, <laughs> um, honestly, uh, this is to me a really good indicator of how much his art has grown from the last chapter. Yes. I love this dream sequence. It is so fucking cool like i don't have anything bad to say about it even like at yes. all i think this whole like these next that like five pages is amazing i love that oh, it's, page it's so good it's so good and the lighting is so good and he's just, like basically he's stuck in like this narrow tunnel and the walls go up like infinitely high and at the top of them you just see this like raw eyeball looking down at him it's so cool and i don't know what it is about it but it is such a good shot and then like the dream sequence is like him running through it and like stepping on spikes and getting hurt yeah and then the uh creature from the dungeon that we saw is like much bigger now, but it's like coming to attack him. And that's honestly a terrifying shot. Yeah. But, um, oh, God. we also, we also get a pretty good idea of like how fucked up guts's body has gotten in a way. Not like in like, it mm. looks fucked up, but just like, he's been it's in like a lot time. of fights and you can like see he's kind of malnourished cause his ribs are showing and like, you see all his scars right. and you see like, very clearly, honestly, a lot more clearly than a lot of writers or artists will show, like uh, where his arm was amputated and stuff, and because yes. he doesn't, he reaches for his weapon, but it's gone because it's, it's gone. just. And he had it know, earlier, uh, like a page earlier. It was. It yeah. Was there. Yeah. It's. And now it's gone, and it's just I don't know. Like, there's a lot of really good emotion in this dream sequence, and I. I remember when I read this through uh, before, before I reread it for my notes and stuff, I was just like, this is what I want from this. And I know right. I'm going to get more, but like, it's so well done. And looking at this, I'm like, this is why like people who looked at his work were like, please do your own thing. Please like create yes. something. Cause this is so good. And I'm just like, yeah, sorry. I I just really no, love no, that sequence. I, no, I love it. Thank you. Because you, I mean, you yeah. said a lot of what I was thinking about it too. It's it's well done. Just the little details with everything. Because I was going to talk about the amputation thing too. Because it it's not just because I've I've read manga before where a character will have something amputated or they're missing an arm, mm -hmm. and it's kind of just like nothing going on there. Like it's just like yeah. blank, with, or it's like a nub that's just rounded off. And I. <laughs> I think he did a really good job at just showing, like, you know, kind of like... Yeah, like the scar tissue and everything. Yeah, and... yeah, exactly. And, like, I don't know, the moment he tries to pull his gun up or his arm up and it's gone, like, the first time oh. I saw that, I was like, that's, like, actually, like, really fucked up. Like, he, like, in a good way, right? Like, it's well done. Like, yeah. It's like, oh, like shit. you just like, are kind of like, oh, like, it hits you and, like... I don't know. Part of the reason I want to talk so much about the scene is because I know I have given this comic like a lot of shit in the past mm -hmm. episode <laughs> and a half. But like, I really think like this like reminds me of like why I do like Berserk and like right. why I respect him so much as an artist because these it's so good and like I would eat my foot to draw like this. Like it's so it, it's, it's it's really like well it's done. so well done. 
it's eerie enough because like you know it's like this long dark hallway that's like got water at the bottom of it spike sticking out mm-hmm. and you don't need much else to make that terrifying <laughs> but, no no and then yeah. you got a thing coming at you that's slowly getting bigger and like you could kind of like infer that like <sighs> This is like some semblance of his guilt, possibly, that's catching up to him. Like, you don't really know, but like the context in which he sees it in usually are when he's like actually resting and it's kind of like his thoughts catching up with him. Like, you can't get away from this, you know? And I think it's a good like visual representation of that because it keeps getting bigger too. And like, you can't ignore it when it's that big. And this, this like monster thing. Yeah, I just, I like that a lot, and I think it's really, I think it's a lot better than um, the little, like, some of the horror manga Sasha has had me read that's, like, not quite as scary, but, like, mm-hmm. I think it's, like, it conveys things a lot better than people try to do sometimes when they're being, like, edgy scary. Oh, but, yeah. Because um, it, it's easy to, like, just default to, like, gore. Or, like, mm-hmm. you know, something like that. But, like, you know, we do get a little bit of that with him stepping on the spikes. But that's not even the scariest yeah. part of what's happening. No, that's, like, that's just kind of, like, a helplessness thing. And it's not the main focus of it. Like, the main focus is this thing is about to get you. Oh, and you gosh. don't know what it is. And you're just like, so mm, I don't want that. But, gosh. yeah. Anyways, love that dream sequence. Um, if you are reading along, you should go back and look at it again. Because it is... A treat and I enjoy it. Um, I've like flipped through that section many times, but I looked at that first page with the eyeball from like above him, like like that Mm -hmm. transition from the previous page before. I like what I like (laughs) flip between that a few times. I was like, that's Uh, sick. It's so well done. Um, And yeah, so what what we get is that this is a dream sequence, right? Like or a nightmare sweet sequence. So yeah, um, he he wakes. Yeah, he wakes up, and when he wakes up, he's getting attacked by, like, this, uh, what does he call it? Shit. An incubus. He calls it an incubus, and I have a note on this, because, um, I have a couple of notes, because I, when I was rereading it, I was like, okay, I thought he called it an incubus the first time, and I was like, that's a really interesting way to, like, interpret an incubus, I guess. And so I like, because, you know, like in modern pop culture, like monster media, it's always like, ooh, he's like a hot guy or whatever. And we don't really get very many like ugly, weird, non-human depictions of Incubus. And so I thought that was really cool. Um, But first of all, like it kind of... uh, almost looks like a face hugger <laughs> um it but um like it looks like um another dark souls reference it looks like uh so i don't remember i don't know if you remember but there's a side plot where somebody can get like a brain worm like that takes them over or whatever yes in the original dark souls yeah it looks exactly like that <laughs> yes so, that was my so, other note for it i was yeah. like this looks like that dark souls <laughs> thing yeah. um but I think there's something in Bloodborne that also looks very, very similar to there's it. There's probably 50 um, things in Bloodborne that look like this. <laughs> <laughs> it's got, like, tentacles and stuff. But um, I was, because I was looking stuff up, because I was like, okay, like, I feel like, because Guts goes on and, oh, p- first of all, Puck freaks out because Guts throws, like, the, <laughs> the dead Incubus' like, corpse next to him while he's yeah. sleeping and he wakes up to it. <laughs> um 
And everyone else wakes up and they're like, oh, God, what is that thing? And he's like, oh, um, they give people nightmares and feed off their fear, which is not an incubus thing. It's a nightmare thing. And I looked it up because I was like, okay, like, is this like another interpretation of this that I don't know about? And there's and I was like, maybe it's like. Uh, closer to like a Japanese interpretation of it, right. but um, is there a Japanese interpretation I, of it? Or like, yeah, I was looking it up. There is. It's like part bear, part ox, and then has like the face oh. of something else. Um, and it like gives you bad dreams and like feeds off of that. Um, okay, and so that was really interesting to me. But like with most things for incubuses, it's like some sort of sexual thing in a way. And so I was like, I guess not. But then Guts like <laughs> later goes on. Well, uh, there's a couple things in between, but like um, he, he talks more about the incubus later and he's like, they're born of mixed blood yeah. and sexual fluids. And I was like, Oh, that's gross. Um, and then like you look back at the incubus and it has like white stuff coming out of it. And you're like, yeah, I don't want to know what that is. Yeah. Um, <laughs> cause, cause it doesn't. Yeah. And it's so weird. Okay. Cause I thought that too, cause blood in this comic is like dark. So yeah. Yeah. It's got, it's like leaking. It, it reminds me of that one scene from alien whenever they, you know, unveil that that one cast member is a, uh, android or whatever and he's like leaking milk oh, everywhere. Yeah. yeah that's what <laughs> that's what that reminds me of <laughs> yeah god it made me think of um i can't remember if it's in um demon souls or not um or one of the dark souls games but it's like an item you have called like white sticky stuff or something yeah that's that's <laughs> demon, immediately that's demon souls thought of, I immediately thought of that when I saw this and I was just like, ah, <laughs> no, thank you. Yeah, and no. then I think they changed it and it's like even worse now. And I'm like, that's not. That's yeah. Not they, so yeah. In the old game, it was called, um, yeah, it was called white sticky stuff in the old game. And now it's called sticky white slime, which is not any better at all. <laughs> no, I don't know oh, why they did like, that. Cause I thought it was funny that it was called sticky now. white stuff. Cause it's funny, like oh, sticky white stuff. God. It's fucking hilarious. Anyway, um, yeah. yeah anyway. Anyways, so everyone is appropriately freaked out, except for Guts. He's like, I know what this shit eyeball is. Eyeball come demon thing. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but he also explains the mark a little bit more here, and he's like, oh, like, um, before he ex- like goes into the further explanation about the incubus or whatever. And he's like, Oh, my Mark like summons them. And you're yeah. like, Oh, okay. So they are literally like following you like right. a beacon or whatever. Um, and he, you know, he's trying to protect people here. Like he gets out and he's like, don't fucking get out. Like just saying thing. Right. Um, he's trying, <laughs> right? Yeah. He's trying, but also it killed me because uh, the panel where he's explaining like the incubi thing, his mouth is kind of closed, but the girl's mouth is open. So the first time I read through this, I thought she was talking about it, <laughs> and I was like, "How do you know that?" <laughs> and then oh I yeah, this we got talking. No, that's a good point because I totally didn't realize that either. Um... Yeah, no, because I thought I thought that she was the one saying it. Yeah, he's like gritting his teeth or whatever because he's getting out of the carriage. 
Um, yeah, because like it cuts to him like actually talking in a different panel, and it's like a yeah. continuation. And I'm like, oh, okay, okay. But um, small mistakes. It's all good. <laughs> yeah, we we find out there must have been people who died around here, and then um, that's where the incubus horses freak from. out, and it's like, oh no. And then she gets out of the carriage and goes like, "Go fucking do that." And then I was like, oh, "Is she about to die?" And it's like a really good shot, honestly, of her yeah. getting stabbed through the middle. But yeah, I was just like, oh, "Okay, there goes." <laughs> there like, goes oh, the first. There goes the first woman. Yeah. Um, there goes the woman. Um, yeah, she's yeah. like fucking like impaled by a skeleton that's popping out of the ground, which. Okay, I was I was very confused about this panel at first because he does it pretty quickly. Like she gets out of the carriage like almost before anybody can notice. Which yeah, I, I almost feel like he did it before the reader could even notice too because she's like in the carriage and then like out of it like almost immediately. But yeah, um, yeah, there's yeah. a bunch of skeletons pop up and yeah. it's skele- it's skeleton and they look cool. Yeah. Um, and they look. <laughs> <laughs> they look really cool for like skeleton warriors and stuff. Um, they got like Viking yeah. helmets on and shit. Gets uh, kind of gets a little caught off guard by her corpse and stuff, mm-hmm. which is kind of like one of the first times we see him really hesitate when it yeah. comes to this. And it also looks like um, like the area around them is kind of filling up with blood and stuff too. And uh, yeah. it's not just from her. I think that's like a side effect from the. Um, oh, it's because it was raining. That's yeah, 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 yeah. I think that, oh, yeah, that's water, dirt. I, I thought I totally thought that was blood. <laughs> no, I um, did too. I was like, oh, it's just like a visual indicator, and then I was like, wait, no, it was raining. Um, <laughs> yeah, hard to um, tell in black and white sometimes. Um, it it definitely is. It's, but the liquid thing is always the only th- the thing that trips me out in black and white. Um, yeah. So. So yeah, Gut, yeah, Guts does get caught off guard. I don't think he was expecting that he... Because like we said earlier, I really think he thought he was going to be able to just stop whatever happened. So, yeah. Yeah, the girl's dead. Like, she's dead. It's not like a, oh, will she, won't she thing, right? Like, she gets, like, fucking stabbed. And then we get a couple more cool shots of, you know, Mira flexing that he can draw really detailed skeletons with knives yeah. and faces. Um, yeah. That aren't dying yeah. because, you know, they're they're undead yeah and puck's like why are you doing this and he's like basically like this is kind of my life and puck's like oh yeah okay and like kind of has a realization moment but also uh i just wrote in my notes like can we talk more about the art improvement (laughs) yes from this first from this first chapter (laughs) the second chapter alone is like ridiculous it looks so much yeah. better and like you can see the movement there's this one like full page of guts just like tearing through three skeletons and he's like throwing his body into like the sword movement and stuff and i was yeah. like that's what was missing before thank you Way he's still better. a little stiff but like he's getting like there and i was like oh cool and like the fragments actually have like lines of motion and stuff and it's just very cool panel um yeah no and i'm I'm like glancing back at the chapter before too and like yeah everything in general is more detailed like mm-hmm. just from panel to panel too and yeah this is where like the weight behind his swings really does like matter more like even in this one like like you said like 
he's doing like the um the follow through with the other arm because the other like his 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 uh metal arm can't keep up. Like it's cool shit yeah. like that, right? Like in like you can you can feel it. Like I think you could do a little more with the posture, but like you can tell he's starting to like get it more, right. which is cool because it's really just been like a chapter, <laughs> and it's yeah, just like exactly. oh, you're already like okay. Um, there, there's so many cool shots of guts like decimating dudes in this right. little fight sequence, and it's just really God. Like I'm just scrolling through it now. Like it's a yeah, long fight yeah. scene. Um, the fight scene, and there's not really a lot to say except for like it looks really cool, and that's probably the reason yeah. we don't have a lot to talk about this chapter because a lot of it's this fight scene. Yeah, but um, most of it is this fight scene, and but no, he. And I feel like he was really trying to, like, do a cool, like, fight scene that wasn't, you know, a basically a boss fight. Because, I mean, the la- in, the yeah. last, in the last chapter, we got a couple of good shots like that, but he didn't really get into, a, like, huge fights, right? So, right. I, I feel like he was kind of, I don't know, this, this chapter to me was him kind of showing off in a lot of ways with yes, the action sequences. Because, you know, there's, like, a lot of full panel shots. We can like he's really trying to show off like how fucking gigantic the sword is, um, mm-hmm. like and how, how much damage it does. This is right. like the kind of stuff that like dude bros who are into berserk talk about, and you're kind of like, <laughs> yeah, okay, whatever. And then you read it, and you're like, oh no, it like actually is super cool and like yeah. really well done. And um, yeah, there's a couple of full panels and just like you get a sense of like kind of the futility of it too. Cause there's so many of them and right. you're just like, Oh, it's still going. It's still going. And then it like shows you all of them and you're just like, Oh, it's still going. Yeah. Um, yeah. And like, like time. And it's funny. Cause now that I'm rereading this, like there's supposed to be some sense of like time passing <laughs> because like, he's just going like, from one to the next he's just screaming yeah he's just mowing through them and it's just like okay oh wow that's a lot yeah like good, but, good um, job guts <laughs> yeah but we do kind of get like a little intermission from just like the beating up skeletons part because um we get another really incredible panel um yeah. of uh the girl who was dead um has been reanimated somehow. We don't really know how. Um, just assuming that like she was possessed by one of the spirits, but uh, she cut her dad's head off and is just like standing yep. inside the caravan, like covered in blood. And it is yeah, such a cool panel. Like I love that her face is like not showing. I, I love this panel. Yeah, it's such a good look. It's, it's so good. Um, Tune into this chapter where we talk about how cool the paneling how is. How cool every <laughs> panel is. No, no, yeah. and and it, and it's it's done far away enough from when she died because she died like maybe like what six, seven, eight pages before this. So yeah. you, you know. kind of forgot about her almost too. Right, right. Like you're kind of just like, well, yeah, she's dead. So she she throws her dad's head to the side, hops out of the caravan, and it's kind of just you know. It's it's a face off between her and guts, right? And yeah. when when he first sees her, he's like in shock. I don't think he was expecting that because like this is probably one of the most yeah, emotive no. faces we've gotten from him. 
um since yeah when it comes to other people at least yeah yeah he's he's like taken off guard like he stops fighting for a second right so yeah, he, he turns around and you know she's like right behind him we get this cool little like face-off shot of you know even the viking skeletons look like they're waiting like they're like oh y'all got something to do all right well <laughs> yeah they're like oh we'll chill for a second and it's like oh thanks guys um it's just like a just like a real video game um exactly. <laughs> but yeah i think this is the first time we ever see guts hesitate like mid-fight about something like usually like right before or after he'll be kind of like uh mm, about things but like he just stops everything, and he was, like, full momentum at that point, so it's just kind of like, oh, like, that really hit him a lot. He stops long enough for her to get close and, like, stab him in the stomach. Yeah, and like she, she gets the sword, like, in him, yeah. Yeah, and then he cuts her in half, which is the correct response, but it's also just, like, a really good panel because everything's just, yeah. like, white except for them, and it's just kind of, like... Nothing else mattered in that moment except for what was happening, and it's and, and good he does visually. This, he does it so well for this sequence because, like, the background kind of fades away after she comes out of the caravan, and for a couple pages, it's mm-hmm. like gone. Right? It's just supposed to be yeah. between them. And the panel where he like cuts her in half, really, <laughs> and like I was expecting it, but it's still fucked up, right? Because it's like, yeah, he didn't want to have to. Do, you can tell he didn't want to do it. Like he wasn't like, hell yeah, yeah another thing to kill. Like it's not just another go guts go moment. It's like, yeah, and and no. and we even get like, am I wrong? Is this tears in the next panel? Because it's like we get him cutting her in half, and then like it it's might like blood be. splatter, and then yeah. It might be, honestly, like, I I don't know. There is, like, you can't see his face in the next panel, but, like, with the shading and stuff, it's like, oh, there's, like, an emotion we're not used to seeing from him there, yeah, you know, yeah. like, some kind of regret. And um, then he has to go into, like, fighting mode again, and he's, like, puking up blood and shit um, before yeah. he, like, goes full-on berserker mode again and before we can do like several notes he said it (laughs) (laughs) i I said the thing um (laughs) but um i think he like forces himself to dissociate with the berserker mode stuff like it's his way of like not thinking and like just doing what he has to do for survival or whatever which obviously but um it's just like interesting to see him like have to actively kick that in when something else seems more important to him in that moment yeah and like he wants to be sad about it but he can't be sad about it he has to fight like two thousand more skeletons before (laughs) before the scene is done right so yeah and and that's feeling everything too yeah, he's he's fucking miserable. He because he he watched you know guts kill the girl, and which you know you know it's <laughs> we we kind of talked about it earlier, but it it is like kind of unnecessary that it was attached to like you know a, like I get what he was doing. It was kind of to show like guts isn't totally heartless. Like even somebody he just met or whatever, he can like feel some sort of regret and all that stuff. But it still goes into that yeah. thing of like how many women can we kill to make a point? But yeah. Uh, this yeah. this one felt slightly less senseless to me because it kind of had yeah. a purpose, but like at the same time, I'm just like, it, and like I get like 
it was supposed to be like, you know, she's a young, innocent person and mm-hmm. she didn't do anything wrong and she didn't piss guts off at any point. She just wanted to help him and he still yeah. and he had a moment, but he still had to do what needed to be done. But like in in the context of the greater work, it's just kinda like, <laughs> Oh, you killed another woman. <laughs> okay. Right. When you take everything um, <laughs> else into into account, right? Which we will yeah, get into, like, right? Yeah, like in this scene, it makes sense. And like, mm-hmm. I think if this were like kind of an isolated incident, like it would a have more impact and b um, not faintly annoy me. But like, right. it like it still impacted me. Like I still felt really sad when this whole thing happened, and I think it was very well drawn and like paced. Yeah. But. He gave it enough space (laughs) for it to, like, make sense and have the impact it was supposed to have, right? Exactly. And, like, we actually kind of knew her a little bit, so you did feel a little something. But, like, it's it's a lot of a lot of writers do this thing. And it's it's not just male writers, but I would say a lot of male writers especially do this, where, like, you meet someone who is innocent in their eyes so it's either like a woman or a child or both you know yes (laughs) and um they you meet them and it's like they're really sweet and then it they immediately die and this is like and then you're supposed to feel sad and you're just like i didn't know her that well you know like i can't be like super sad about it like this isn't like this doesn't mean anything to me really and it's always just like isn't that sad that's a sad thing and i'm like i get uh, yeah Yeah. it it is a sad thing but like i you gotta let he let it breathe a little bit which is why i feel like it works here but like yeah um i feel like like a lot of times it's just like (laughs) exactly like it's like haha it's nice to meet you mr beheaded you know and it's just like kind of something that I run into frequently enough to where like I see it and I'm just kind of like okay here it comes and like I know it's gonna come like right. I, you, you meet her and you're like she's going to die you know <laughs> that was my <laughs> like, very you know. first thought yep I was like she she's not making it out of this and it, no yeah. but I, I agree it's not as bad like in the context of what we've seen so far right like we, we see no. that you know, this is this is used as a moment for a character that we don't know too much about yet, just to show like something about them. And like, yeah, okay, like disposable characters are gonna happen sometimes. But yeah, like you said, when you keep but... doing it, then it's <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> it's like, and right, I've already right. seen like several women like die. And so it's just kinda like, okay. And like you know there's gonna be more because you've heard things about this manga and you're just like, okay, here we go. <laughs> We're starting to get into the into the habit, you know, and that's exactly kind of a frustrating feeling. It, this happens a lot with shonen, especially. I feel like where it's like, because you know, there's the whole like, oh, the guy has to protect the girl thing too, and so like when the girl isn't protected, it's like a way for them to illustrate like he failed or whatever. Yeah, and so is, like mm. it's the yeah <laughs> well. Yeah, um, yeah. So, you know, like there's that element to it as well, which is just kind of like, like it's definitely a trope 
and I think it's done decently here, but that doesn't mean I like it necessarily. Right. Like, I think like it was done well, but like, if I look at it like specifically in that context, I'm just kind of like, I don't, I still don't like this trope. I don't think it's a good thing, but I think it was illustrated well in as well as it could be <laughs> in like the circumstance, I guess. Right. No, I, I, I agree. I agree. It's like something like, you know, well done, but not necessarily needed. And I know what yeah. you did, you fucker. Like that, like yeah. that kind of. Yeah, literally. It's like, okay, okay, you took a shortcut, but all right. Yeah. Because um, yeah. I think so, you could have illustrated this plenty of other ways. Like maybe like one of the skeletons was obviously like a child skeleton or something, you know, and he yeah. had a moment of like, oh, that this was a kid and I'm about to like re-kill this kid or something. Like, I think you could do something like that too. Right. Um, it's about as without, like, and, and no, knowing more guts history personally, like, I feel like that does have about the same effect. Right. Like, right. Because you could have even had, Oh, we'll get to this obviously, but like you could have had a flashback to like him in that situation because he could have died as a kid very easily and so like i feel like you could have illustrated it that way and also incorporated a flashback almost and i think it would have had like the same effect and you would be like oh he does like empathize with people and he does have this trauma and he does feel these things without um doing without fridging you know yeah yeah without doing the the tired the most tired way to get that across in my opinion because i I feel like that's the thing is like i'll even watch like it's not even like a monger you know ya thing or anything like that right like there'll be like Mm -hmm. tv shows people like praise or whatever and then i'll start watching it and i'm like wow this is like the fourth time they like killed a person or a young person Uh, or a woman to get their point across and it's like okay so it's like he's evil it's like what we talked about last time like it's the only thing they can think of that's like innocent and good enough to like get the point across that they're evil instead of like showing it through their actions more and showing it through like developed dialogue and character building it's just like a shorthand and a shortcut and it's kind of lazy yeah, and I so, feel like sometimes when you think outside of that box, it even hits harder because you're like, oh, they're going to like fridge a kid. And then it's like, actually, they do something else that you don't expect. And you're like, oh, and you right. kind of wake up a little bit because you're like, oh, this wasn't what I expected. And so and I think Berserk does have moments where it does something like that where I wasn't expecting it. And I'm like, oh, OK, like that's really cool development. And that kind of mm. like pisses me off more in a way because like <laughs> I know he can do it and he just didn't want to. So, right. Um, right. Exactly. Yeah. It's, and that's why I'm, I'm really interested in like later chapters because I do want to see how he handles stuff like that. Yes. Because like that character development like that doesn't really stop. Right. Like if you're trying to show like, you know how this character is still dealing with past trauma, how they do react to these sensitive situations. So I'm sure there's more stuff like this in later chapters. I'm just, I just, I'm curious to see if he learned how to handle it better rather than, you know, yeah. here's innocent child lady. Haha. Now she's in half on the ground. Like, you know, or yeah. um, look, it's snake man on his snake horse armor. Um, Here's a dead child. Like, <laughs> yeah. Like, <laughs> yeah. It's like, 
Or even the anime where it's like, oh, here's this woman, she's getting harassed, and it's like, okay, yeah, you yeah. didn't need to do that. But um, yeah, like there's there's so many instances you can point out of it already, and I just I feel it, and like I'm being harsh on it just because I've done the same thing in my writing when yeah. I was like younger and like especially when i was in like early college writing stuff i was like oh it has to be like this or like when i was a teenager like figuring out my style i was like oh this person has to die and we have to do the dead mom syndrome thing (laughs) or whatever you know yeah for for this character to work they need this trauma yeah exactly right and so i feel like it gets like they're tropes for a reason but that doesn't make them good inherently you know like right it's like racist tropes. Like it's a shorthand and you know what it's supposed to mean, but it's not always a good thing. You know, like exactly. it's like, mm, I don't think you should have done it that way, you know? And that's kind of right. how I feel about this kind of thing. And I know this was written like several, many, many moons ago. Well, yeah, um, time ago and all that. Yeah. <laughs> but I still think like it's worth having these discussions now because then, you know, like, people who are considering writing fantasy works are like, oh, maybe I won't write gnomes this way, or maybe I won't put orcs in my work, or maybe I will like, you know, maybe I'll consider um, having like female cast members who like aren't just there to like freak out and need help you know like i think yeah. it's like or be, yeah exactly a good thing. or or do like the girl boss thing where they're like i don't need help from you and then they need help anyways and it's just like yeah. and that's the and why did you have them yeah. do that i'm yeah. like that's not woke of you um they're like oh yeah strong female character and i'm like oh okay Man, and please then, help me oh yeah and it, i'm like oh yay um that, that was a big yeah anyway in the early 2010s i got really oh tired God. of that one it was a huge trip <laughs> i can handle myself and i'm like okay uh you know retrospects uh 2020 or whatever hindsight right, um right. retrospects but, uh 2020 hindsight forever whatever the saying is yeah Yeah, whatever (laughs) (laughs) uh i definitely got that right but it's (laughs) just one of those things that when you're rereading something or you're reading especially an older work you're like i yeah i do hate that trope still that is something i still dislike even as much as like i can commend it for being like a beautiful piece of work and like have like so much progress and have these really touching right. scenes and stuff like that that trope's still annoying <laughs> so. yeah it's it, and it's like you know there's some things i can i can uh forgive it only because they do it over the top right guts on the other hand he uh he fought for like eight hours straight um, yeah and he's doing <laughs> uh really well emotionally right now i think um, yeah, he's doing great his face definitely does not look disconnected from reality he looks yeah absolutely like out of his mind um i think the demons like wake up out of the bodies of the skeletons and then like just leave because they've been attacking him all night and right no they like later on they like i think the sun burns them away or something like in a yeah because you see them like rising out of it and then the sun like burns them away it kind of seems like yeah he's not doing so good and like you do see him looking at her and like oh i i couldn't fix that you know yeah and puck's like 
it's not your fault. And he just like starts fucking laughing. Yeah. And I'm just like, I probably would too at that point, honestly, because he's dealt with so many deaths at this point, but someone yeah. being like, Oh, it's okay. He's just like, I know. Yeah, it, it was. <laughs> I know that. Yeah, because he's like, it wasn't your fault. And he's like, yeah, because that's like, because like, it's one of those things where like, one, he is trying to like mask the fact that he's upset. Right? Yeah. Because it is Puck. Like we talked about before, he's all, apparently he thinks Puck's the coolest guy in the world is always trying to impress him, right? So. Yeah, um, he's like, oh, like I said, she was weak and yeah. she should die because she couldn't fight and and like he kind of he kind of goes too far because he's tired here and he's like oh they couldn't even protect themselves from a quote-unquote walking disaster like me yeah and it's just like oh and then he's like says something that's very like indicative of himself where he's like oh if you're worried about like crushing who's beneath you you won't be able to walk or whatever and i'm just like okay first of all it's a very edgy line of you yeah um you are just trying to like not think about people you care about who have died and your way of doing that is being like well i made it so i'm better than them and that's how he's decided to deal with that um it's it's so like messed up too because you can you can tell that he is like he still does blame himself right but he's not like mad about it it's almost like he's like settled into that so easily like he's like yeah no um of course they died because they're around me and i'm the walking disaster or whatever like it's it's so like it's self-deprecatory but like almost not even like easy to tell especially from puck's perspective because he just tried to comfort him and then this fucker starts laughing so (laughs) like he's like oh you're still yep you're still the same person but yeah it's fucked up but but yeah, he's he's trying to like you know put on his tough guy exterior again, just do his you know. Well, they were weak, so that's why they deserve to die, and that's why I'm still here. So whatever, that's all there is to it. Um, and fuck you, bug is is you know he goes back to his usual thing. Like every time we were about to get like a glimpse of him, you know, regretting something or sort of like mm-hmm. even feeling that emotion we we eventually get it the payoff is actually pretty good um after yeah. this next saga it, i i like oh, so there's excited. a specific panel <laughs> that i was like wow that was worth the payoff but yeah um yeah no no it's it's still just guts being you know i'm no i don't have emotions it's it's whatever and then you know literal uh demon jesus i guess just starts yelling at him from the trees uh <laughs> i figured it was i thought it was like the ghosts at first but then i was like oh wait this is more like what the dialogue from like the blob creature that's following him was yes. saying yeah it's so it's yeah demon the, jesus <laughs> demon jesus or the god hand maybe it's the god hand talking directly to him i'm not sure um because yeah, they say us a lot to hear it too Oh, okay. No, that's true. He does hear it. He's it's like the only around. thing. Because he's like, what is that? And like, it seems just like, I don't know, maybe it's like a sign of them like becoming more present because they're closer to him. And yeah. Uh, yeah. And then he, and then he overreacts and loses his shit, which also traumatized. Really? But, um, <laughs> 
he just finished, you know, yeah. killing God knows how many skeletons after, you know, having to kill a little girl. And he's like, I'm done. Let me just, <laughs> let me shoot my yeah, cannon like, arm into the sky. Yeah. It's like, you guys destroy some trees in the process. And then he's like, fucking out of here. I hate this forest. I want to leave. But, um, like I've talked about before with Puck being like kind of the window for the reader, um, right. Puck kind of have like stating like, Oh, this is just like how he lives. This is what he has to deal with constantly. Right. And like also kind of realizing like, it's not just like a myth and it's not just like the epics he was talking about and stuff. Like it's actually a real person who is dealing with these right. things exactly. and who has to like, deal with a lot of the realities of it. And if he's going to be with guts, he's going to also have to deal with the realities of that. So. Right. Exactly. Um, I think that was very well done also, even though it's kind of cheesy dialogue again, but it's, it's a good like bar, I guess for being yeah. like, okay, yeah. So we're confirming this. It's, it's kind of him like translating, you know, what the, the little uh, emo spiel that, he went yeah. on a, a few episodes, like a few episodes, a few pages before about the walking faster yeah. thing. That that was kind of like Puck, because you know usually Puck would be like, "Oh, shut up" or whatever, right? But he heard him, yeah. and he was kind of like just sitting there before the voice started talking, right? He kind of just sat there and was like, "No, I kind of hear Absorbing. what he's saying." Like, yeah, yeah like, like he's actually kind of being—he's not just being mean. Like he has a reason for saying this. I think like <laughs> it's it's like you said, it's like a good indicator for people who aren't like us, who aren't like picking apart like every panel <laughs> being like, oh, yeah, this is like a good like way of being like, yeah, this is just his life. And that's why he's so upset all the time. And it's right. like, yep. And like at this point, you haven't gotten any of Guts's backstory or anything, too. Right. So it like makes sense that you would have to state things more. I always have to remind yeah. myself, like, I know things that happen in the future. And so I'm just like, OK, like I need right. to e even even be reading... a little kinder about it. Exactly. Yeah. Like kind of kind of like know what the reader knows so far, not like what we. Yeah. Know, right. Because I don't know everything that happens in Golden Age, and I'm already partway through it, and I'm already, like, thinking, oh, that's why he acts like this, or that's why he yeah. did this or that, right? And yeah. it, it's it's well handled, too, when you do have more of that information. Because I, I'm glad we're going back through this, too, because having having Golden Age, like, context does really help, like, you know. Mm -hmm. show why he's kind of like this especially because my assumption is this isn't too far after the golden age like the golden age already happened but this isn't like too far after i don't know i don't really know but, um, yeah i don't think it's super far but i i can't remember if they give a good time indicator of it yeah that is the end of this chapter though um chapter two. next yeah. This was kind of, and Shual and I were talking about this um, off recording earlier, but it, it's kind of like an intermission <laughs> chapter where you like, it doesn't feel like it's a breather, but it, it trust me, it's a breather between mm. last one and this upcoming one. Yeah. Because um, there's a lot that happens in yeah. the next few chapters. There's a, there's some, there's a lot of fights. There's um, a lot of lore. A lot of lore starts to get explained um, yeah. in detail. And we'll be able to. Than... Yeah, we'll be able but... to focus more on that stuff then too. Exactly. Um, but 
yeah, I think like starting next chapter will be a lot less like beat by beat, like, oh, this cool fight happened, oh, this happened, and instead like focusing on like, okay, this is what's kind of going on overarching, and here's like this thing that's really important, and here's etc. So I I I'm excited for this next chapter, like I am, but I'm not <laughs> in a way. Um because yeah. <laughs> there's a lot like the things I can that I kind of comp- not complain about, but that like I poke at a lot. There's a lot of that coming up, and yeah. so we'll it comes um, up pretty pretty fast, and like there's some stuff in this specific arc that doesn't get until the end of the arc that I'm like, hmm, interesting yeah. choice of storytelling. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. But also some of the better panels that. I really like in this series. Um, oh yeah, no, yeah, he no. he really starts getting like a mastery of like drawing his characters the same way um, and mm. not like varying it too much. And his facial expressions get a lot better. But I think this next arc is more of like three chapters because like you finish the first volume and then it goes into the next. We we got a lot. <laughs> we got yeah. a lot to cover. Lots, the next lots, two lots chapters are very long. Yeah, no. Yeah. It's Next. it's um it, what yeah, what we're going to try to do is definitely just <laughs> cuz I feel like I I get really into the fight scenes, but yeah, there's there's definitely some stuff we can pass over like a little fast. Yeah. Um well, but I like the beat we won't, stuff for this for We won't hit months. you over the head with the fight scenes as much unless it's like super relevant. Unless yeah. we're like being like and then there was this really cool fight scene and then we might like talk about how cool it looks because that's that's part of the berserk experience. Let's yeah. be real. Yeah, it's, it's <laughs> you a have to acknowledge how so, cool shit looks. <laughs> yeah, you, you got to at least recognize it, right? Because I, yeah, it, it's a part. It's a part of the art and everything. So we'll talk about it. But at, we know at the end of the day, this, this is like a podcast, and like people are listening to it. So yeah, yeah we don't no, want to bore you. Yeah, for sure. I can like, wow, he really swung that sword. But no, I I I like going back over this because it gives it like a little like layer more than when I was first reading it. Cause I feel like that's the thing about manga is like, you know, I always laugh because people like to tell you all the time, like, Oh, the manga had way more details than the anime did. And yeah. sometimes I'm like, I don't know what you're talking about, but then like rereading this, I'm like, Oh yeah, no, there's definitely stuff where like, there's more emotional context for things. Like yeah. you get to dwell on panels longer. Um, Cause because, you know, some anime try to, like, recreate panels, but it doesn't have the same effect because you're seeing it for, like, five seconds rather than being able to stare at it for a minute because you're trying to, like, right. see every little detail. So Yeah, me going yeah. over that nightmare sequence for the tenth time, like, wow. <laughs> so good. Like, wow, um, that was amazing. <laughs> yeah. Uh, um, so I'm not, I'm not trying to rush this off, but I really no, have to. No, yeah, be. sorry. So I- no, you should <laughs> But yeah, thank you guys for uh, listening to us ramble about Shonen for a while and video games as well as getting to some really cool Berserk bits and um, honestly getting to analyze more than I expected. Um, yeah, and me too. I think that conversation was going to come up, but it was it was a good one. So uh, we're excited to get into the next arc with you guys and to start exploring that and um, <laughs> seeing shit go south really quick. So yeah. Um, <laughs> We will see you next time with 
a much longer chapter, so we probably yes. won't uh, bullshit around as much about video games and stuff. But uh, right. thanks for tuning in, and we hope to see you guys next time. Yeah, catch you guys next time. Thanks for tuning in. Bye. Bye.